today, I have a very special treat for you. But first, I'll give you a little bit of background. When my channel hit a thousand subscribers last month, I held a contest where one subscriber would be chosen and featured in a custom video. And I thought it would be even more fun if I wrote the audio as part of a new fairy tale series. Today we begin chapter one, which features the winner of our contest, Sean Park, as Prince Charming. This series will be multiple chapters and will include many of our favorite fairy tale characters. I also love the idea of reading you to sleep while there's a storm happening in the background. So we have a lovely bit of rain tonight. Now please, close your eyes, lie back, and let yourself relax as I read to you. This is the tale of Prince Charming, Chapter One. Sean Charming gave a sigh before stepping out into the warm summer sun. His heart was pained, and his mind was elsewhere. If she had only given him a chance. He didn't understand. As he walked down the palace steps, he resolved to try something bigger to get her attention next time. Cinderella turned to see Sean walking away, looking defeated. Her heart fluttered in her chest, causing her breath to catch. She hadn't meant to be dismissive of him. She had panicked when he started speaking with her, and she had mumbled some excuse about being late. The defeated look on his face nearly shattered her heart on the spot, but she felt too awkward to say anything to make it right. As Sean walked away, Cinderella gazed at him wistfully. He was beautiful and sweet, a man far above her station. A man a servant girl like herself could never have. Not in reality. Even so, knowing he would probably turn her down she hoped she would someday be brave enough to tell him her feelings. Then she would have the painful weight off of her heart. There was something in his eyes that told her he might be interested, but she feared she was playing make-believe. She gave herself a mental shake. Well, she said, I could bake his family cookies and then he might think of me a bit more fondly. 
least in my dreams. She felt her face flushing wildly at the very idea. The next day, Sean was being forced to attend the annual winter ball with his parents and younger sister, Raven. As he was in line for the throne, his parents were set on finding him a bride this night, whether he approved or not. The pressures they put on him were stifling. Sometimes he just wanted to run away and take up a new life. A merchant, perhaps, he thought. He scowled as his mother approached. Even a servant would do, he thought. His mother carried what looked to be a plate of cookies. As she was always on a diet, he felt she was about to tell him of her hardships, that someone had dared allow sweets into her palace. She held the plate out to him. Well she asked. Well, what? he responded. Who is Cinderella? his mother demanded. Sean shook his head in confusion. Mother, I have no idea. Please don't send her to another family. I'm sure she meant well with leaving cookies in the kitchen. Mrs. Charming's eyes widened. No, this girl wants to marry you. She made you cookies. She's not one of her servants. Her voice was strained. He was endlessly confused. Well, isn't that what you want, mother? He took a cookie from the plate and took a deliberately slow bite. This is a good cookie. You should have one, mother, he said, with some sarcasm. You're not funny, Sean, she scolded. Some girl with no family name left these cookies. You cannot marry outside nobility. She watched as he ate the cookie. Enjoy your cookie, son, as that is all you'll get from her. He stifled a choke at the sudden seething anger in his mother's voice. When had she become so hateful? If the girl could cook, at least his mother could be happy, knowing that he'd be well-fed. He snatched the plate of cookies from her hands. I'll take them all then. He looked her directly in the eye. We both know you don't need any. The anger in her eyes stunned him to silence. He had been mostly kidding, but she was acting irrational with this cookie business. Mother, wait, he said softly. Her dress swished to a stop, but she refused to turn back to look at him. What is it then, son? Mother, I'm sorry, he gestured with the plate. Please have a cookie. They really are good. Better than any our cooks have ever made. His mother turned towards him, her face still angry. Really, she paused better than Rapunzel's. Sean's heart skipped a beat. How could she mention Rapunzel now? He refused to let her see his pain. Yes, he replied, and I'm offering you one. He held her gaze. Take a cookie 
and leave me be, please, mother. His mother took a cookie more delicately than he expected and turned quickly towards the palace to eat. In just a few words, his mother had broken his heart all over again. Rapunzel was the woman he was meant to marry. They grew up together. They spent every waking moment together. They were best friends, blossoming on lovers. But they had been too young. They had savored their time together and talked into the wee hours of the morning every night. Then, Rapunzel's father had been killed and the marriage arrangement had been annulled. In the dark of night, Rapunzel's family had fled the city, but they were never heard from again. His father, the king, had sent envoys, soldiers, trackers, and any man that would work for hire. Eventually, they found that Rapunzel's carriage had been raided by thieves and Rapunzel's mother's body was found not too far from the site. Rapunzel's cape and one broken shoe had been found miles down the road. His father gave up the search, and Sean was resigned to a broken heart. But that had been years ago. His heart belonged to the beautiful woman he saw at the market every day. She didn't seem to work for any of the vendors, but he knew when she'd be there. As he ate one of the cookies, he realized he had time enough to try and find her today, before the winter ball. She might at least bring a smile to his face, before he was consumed with his mother's wishes. Cinderella fretted all morning after dropping off the cookies. She had taken a huge chance and left her name on a cart with the plate. She knew the family would not recognize her name, but worse, they would instantly know that she wasn't of noble birth. Her father had been wealthy, but that fortune had been long spent by her stepmother and two greedy sisters. Now the family name meant nothing. She felt shame eating her face. Did she make a huge mistake? Would they find out who she was somehow and turn against her family? Would Prince Charming even know the cookies were from her? Suddenly, her stomach was in knots. Instead of turning down the path that would take her to the market, she turned instead towards the forest her sisters would be getting ready for the winter ball tonight and would be a nightmare at home. She just needed to clear her mind with a walk. Cinderella wandered for hours, thinking, tossing stones into the river, and worrying that she had risked everything over a plate of cookies. What had she been thinking? A pit grew in her stomach and she groaned out loud, kicking a stone out of her path. Hey, shouted a small voice. Cinderella paused. Who's there? Down here, 
replied the voice. Cinderella's gaze moved to the dirt path at her feet, and she noticed a small brown mouse standing near the rock she had kicked. Oh, startled, she put her hands to her mouth. I am so sorry, did I hit you with that rock? The mouse stood tall, brushing his knees, but he smiled up at her. No harm done, my lady. Who are you? she asked. The mouse motioned her with his paws, asked for her to come near. She obliged, picking up the adorable mouse into her hands. She sat on a nearby tree trunk and rested him on her lap. My name is Theodore, he replied. She stared at him in awe. I've never met a mouse before. Do you live far from here? His nose scrunched up, and his eyes seemed to get a bit wetter. I am lost, I think, he said. His voice was thick with sorrow. Oh no, what do you mean, she asked. Cinderella listened closely as he told her a story about being taken from his family in the dark of night by an evil witch. She had taken every male mouse in the area and took them to a cabin in the woods to work for her building a gingerbread house. Cinderella's eyes watered as she listened to Theodore's story. The poor thing had been through so much. It was devastating, really. She didn't know how she could help, but she figured they should leave the forest before the witch came and found them both. But why would a witch need an army of mice to build a home? Surely there were more practical ways. As they walked, she told Theodore all about the beautiful prince and the plate of cookies. Shame still heated her cheeks thinking about it, but Theodore assured her that everyone loved a plate of cookies, regardless of circumstance. She felt a bit better about this, and they continued to talk and confide in one another as they walked deeper into the forest. Before she knew it, it was suddenly quite dark, and she could no longer see the path before her. Theodore stiffened in her hands when she paused. Where are we, miss? he asked in a timid voice. He sensed that they were lost as well. She grew nervous. I'm not sure, she mumbled. As she looked around with growing concern, a thick mist surrounded them. Lights flickered in the mist, and she heard the sound of approaching horses. A low neigh startled her, and a hushed voice whispered, Whoa, boys, whoa. Cinderella felt the mouse in her palm relax, and he began to sleep. Before she could wonder what was happening to him, she felt sleepy herself. Unable to keep her eyes open, she fell to the forest floor in a slump. She heard a woman's voice above announce, We found her at last. And then Cinderella drifted off into slumber. Sean walked to the market 
from one end to the other, stopping at the place where his dream girl's booth normally sat. He paced back and forth. He questioned merchants at every end, asking if they knew where the confection booth had been moved, or if something had happened to the sweet woman selling cakes and other baked goods. No one knew anything, and he quickly grew frustrated. As the day grew longer, he realized he didn't even know where she lived, or, and he felt ashamed at this, he didn't even know her name, or the name of her family. He knew that her father had passed, because she referenced him from time to time with love in her voice but he knew nothing else about his beautiful dream woman. What is wrong with me, he wondered. How can I know nothing about the woman that I love? Sean walked the market several more times, hoping to find that her booth had been moved or that anyone knew anything of her whereabouts. But no one knew where the mysterious woman had gone. As he walked back to the castle, he realized that he'd be paired up with the woman of his mother's choosing tonight, and that would be the end of things. The woman from the market would remain exactly that, but before he turned from her home, his eyes caught on the forest path near the market. Maybe he'd take a walk and clear his mind. It seemed the least he could do, since he would have everything else decided for him for the rest of his life. Cinderella's eyes opened slowly, and her vision was blurred. Where am I? she wondered aloud. A woman's voice responded, My cabin, and I saved your life. Whatever do you mean? Cinderella asked. She was beyond confused. Nothing seemed off about the forest aside from this woman, who was clearly her captor. Wait, where's Theodore? I had no use for the mouse. He remains in the forest for now, replied the woman. She pressed her palms to Cinderella's cheeks. Now hold still. Cinderella was too afraid to move, so she did as she was told. She studied the woman before her, about her age, with long flowing locks in a braid almost down to the ground. She seemed kind, but Cinderella was confused by this mystery. The smoke bomb, evading her questions now. What on earth was going on? As Cinderella remained still, the woman's eyes closed and she took a deep breath. Cinderella could feel air from the woman's nostrils hitting her own face as she exhaled. She began to feel sleepy again, but was able to keep her eyes open. The woman had the bluest eyes she had ever seen. Mesmerized, Cinderella felt her lips part and felt her own breathing slow to match that of the woman before her. The woman's hands left Cinderella's cheeks, and she stood and turned towards the hearth. She bent and added some logs to the fire under a cauldron. 
confused, Cinderella felt her brows furrowing. Please tell me why you brought me here and who you are. Her voice was softer than she intended. She wanted to be more forceful with this woman, but something about her presence calmed Cinderella of any danger. The woman considered what Cinderella had asked, but did not respond. She turned back towards the hearth and tended to the cauldron. And this, my darling, ends chapter one of the tale of Prince Charming. I hope you enjoyed this chapter, and I hope that you will enjoy the future installments that I have planned. I hope that you have very sweet and creepy dreams. Good night.